Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful you belong to God? God loves you. He cares about you. And you're in the right place at the right time. You can go ahead and be seated real quick. And those of you online, don't click off yet. I'm going to be 10 minutes. My message is way shorter than his. But I do believe that, that I need to share this because uh, here at Celebration, we want to make sure that you're just not hearing the word, but we want to make sure that we give you the necessary equipment to be doers of the word. Because it's only by doing the word that um, produces the results in your life. And I think that's even what Randy was trying to express even this morning, is it's not just about doing the rituals of fasting. There's a power behind it. And I think a lot of times, we talked about this as a staff not too long ago, there's a difference between good intentions and being intentional. Because we all have good intentions. We're all pretty full this morning. I mean, y'all probably had snacks out there when you came in, drank your cup of coffee, and you're like, fasting next Wednesday, piece of cake. Fasting next Thursday, piece of cake. I can do that until Wednesday at 12 comes, right? And you're starving and you're hangry and you're mad at everybody. And then you're like, oh, for the sake of everybody else, I need to go have me a sandwich. Well, that defeats your whole purpose because the whole purpose with fasting is getting your flesh, which is causing your hell to submit to the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Don't forget that. The person that's on the inside of you is the boss. You're the boss of this flesh. This flesh is going to act up. It's like a two-year-old. It's going to throw itself on the floor. It's going to scream and it's going to kick. And if you give in to it, it'll do it again tomorrow. So that's why it's so important that we take the Word of God, we say, yes, I'm doing it, and then be intentional. What does that mean? I put it on my schedule. I get up in the morning. I set my alarm at lunchtime, reminding me, don't eat. Hunger for Jesus instead. That's being intentional, okay? That's putting action to the Word. Now, quickly before we go, I want to give us just one quick man thing that we can add to this whole better than ever that we're believing for. In Isaiah chapter 42, 22, it says, look at God's people. Others have defeated them. They've stolen from them. The young men are afraid. They're locked in prisons. People have taken advantage of them. There's no one to protect them. Others take their money. They were in a bad, bad place. And it says, and there's no one to say, give it back. I think here at Celebration, what we're trying to build and establish is a people who stand in their God-given authority and stop just laying over when the enemy comes and says, give it to me. We want a people who will stand and fight, stand and be the God-given church that possess the keys of the kingdom that lock out things and let things in by the authority of Jesus Christ. We tend to think that when God declares something that it's gonna automatically happen, and that's not true. We all have a part to play. So we've been asking this question, can it get better? Do you think your life can be better? And our response to that, we've been learning, is better than ever that God has better than ever for us. But us, we, the people, have to believe. 
We have to have faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight, or we live by what we believe, not by what we can see. Hebrews 11, 1 says this, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So simply faith is the confident expectation that God is who he says he is and is doing what he says he can do. And it's that faith that attracts or receives the better than ever promise of God. Now, Randy talked about this a few times this morning. In, in order for faith to be faith, it has to be two places. Say that, say two places. It has to be in my heart and it has to be in my mouth. Romans chapter 10, verse number eight says this, God's message is near you. It's on your lips and in your heart. It's the message of faith that we preach. We have to connect our mouth with the word of God in order for it to come to pass in our life. We can preach better than ever, better than ever. We can read all the scriptures of God wants to restore, but unless we connect our mouth with the word of God, we still won't see it come to pass. In, Ro in uh, Romans chapter 10, verse number nine, it shows this. It says, if you confess that Jesus is Lord, and believe that God raised him from the dead, that's how salvation comes. Salvation couldn't come without belief in your heart and confession with your mouth. It takes both. So for me to operate or to receive or fully walk in God's promise, I don't just believe it, I have to connect my mouth to what I believe. Romans 10, 17 says faith or that confident expectation comes by hearing or listening. But it's listening by means of Christ's message. This is the powerful thing about us hooking our mouth up to the word of God. The more we speak and declare the word, the more our faith tank is filled. So the more the word comes out of my mouth, the more I hear it. The more I hear the word of God, the more my faith tank is filled. The more my faith tank is filled, the more powerful my words become. Isaiah 55 verse number 11 says that the words that come out of my mouth, the words, the word of God coming out of my mouth will not come back empty handed. It says it does the work that I send it to do they'll complete the assignment that I give them. Another, tra another translation says, the word I speak are like that. They won't return to me without producing results. They'll accomplish what I want them to. They'll do exactly what I sent them to do. God's word is powerful. Better than ever is God's word to us. So when I declare better than ever into my finances, I'm declaring the word of God. The Bible says that word doesn't come back void of power. It accomplishes what I send it to do. So I'm declaring my finances are better than ever. That's the word of God for me. That's the declared word of God to me. My finances are better than ever. When I declare that out of my mouth, I'm sending better than ever in my finances, and it's not going to come back powerless. It's going to accomplish the better than ever 
in my finances. When I speak into my family, my family is better than ever. I'm declaring God's spoken word into my family. And it doesn't come back void of power. It's actually working and doing a job, creating, orchestrating, moving, parting the darkness, creating and enabling my family to be better than ever. That's why it's so important for us to connect our mouth with the truth of the Word of God. When God gives a promise, we have to connect our heart and our mouth to that promise to make it come to pass. When God spoke to, to Abram, I don't have time to go through all these stories, but when God spoke the promise to Abram, he had to change the direction of his mouth, and he did that by changing the man's name. Abram simply meant exalted father, but God changed it to Abraham, the father of a multitude. Abram had to connect his mouth to God's promise in order to see the promise come to pass in his life. Same thing happened with the children of Israel. God wanted to take them from a place of slavery into the promised land. He gets them right up to the promised land, says, I want you to go in. We know that they sent spies into the land. Some came back with a bad report. Only two came back with a good report. The people decided they are going to connect with the bad report. And what came out of their mouth was, we can't do it. We can't go in. I just want to go back to the wilderness. Just take me back to the place of slavery. I don't want to go into the promised land. Numbers 14 says, this is what God then says to them. They'll never even see the land I swore to give them. None of those who treated me with contempt will ever see it. I tell them as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. And they sadly died in the wilderness, although God had better than ever for them. Although God had complete restoration and overflow for them. Your mouth connected to God's promise matters. What you say matters. So many stories in the Bible like this, but in Jeremiah, God shows up to Jeremiah, says, Jeremiah, listen, this is what I have for you. This is what your future looks like. You're going to be a prophet. You're going to declare the word of the Lord. Mighty signs and wonders are going to come through you. Yeah, man, you, I have anointed you to do great things. The Bible says that uh, uh, Jeremiah says in verse number six of, of verse number one, chapter one, he says, Sovereign Lord, I don't know how to speak. I'm too young. But God said, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Why did he tell him to stop saying that? Because he knew that your mouth, you will go in the direction of your mouth. If you don't hook up with what God has promised you and what God has given you to do, you will never be who God has called you to be. So if we don't connect to this restoration word, we'll never see restoration in our life. Even if you come every single Sunday and hear the message. It takes more than that. It takes a mouth connected to the Word of God on the inside of us. Hebrew 11, verse number 3, says, We understand that worlds have been framed by the Word of God. God created worlds by His spoken Word, and He's created us to do the same. Proverbs 6, 2 says you're going to be trapped by your words. Well, to me, if you can be trapped by your words, you can also be freed by your words. 
If your words can confine you and your words can lead to poverty and your words can lead to sickness and your words can lead to death, your words can also lead to life. Your words can also break you free from the bondage that you're in. That's why Joel chapter 3 says this. We're getting ready to fight. We're getting ready to do some damage here. Y'all need to step up. Y'all need to quit being passive. Y'all quit need to be just laying in, in your sickness, in your disease, in your therapy sessions. If your therapist doesn't tell you to go to church and be a part of a body of believers, can y'all get a new therapist? They ain't nobody that can help you but Jesus. But he says here, he says, let the weakling say, I am strong. There is no room for excuses. There is no room for backing up. Listen, we have a, a valley to bring freedom to. And freedom comes to the valley because freedom comes to you. Let's all stand in this place. He says here, he says, let the weak say, I am strong. Or let the weakling say, I am a warrior. This man can go straight across the board. What does that mean? Let those who are sick say, I am healthy and I am strong and I am whole. Let those who are anxious and tormented in their minds say, I have the mind of Christ. I am full of God's peace. I am full of God's purpose in Jesus' name. For restoration to show up in our life, our mouth has to connect to that. That's why we gave out these bracelets, not just so it'd be a fancy little thing on your arm, but it would remind us to be intentional. That when we're tempted to get out of bed in the morning and go, man, I'm so tired today. To get up and to put your feet on the floor and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be strong today. I will be aware today. I'm a warrior today. I'm not sick today. I'm healthy today. I have a sound mind today. My family gets along today. We're walking in the better than ever. Listen, you guys, this isn't going to come naturally to you. Let me tell you, it's not going to come naturally to you. What comes natural is, oh, my aching back. Oh, man, I'm dreading today. Ah, I don't want to have to face my boss. I don't want to go to work. It's hard. Ah, please don't come and tell me your life is hard. I get it. We struggle. We go through life. But when you continually say, it's hard, you just don't understand, it's just so hard. It's just so hard. We're sowing that back into our life. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it better. You might be in a struggle, but you were equipped to go through struggle. Otherwise, Joel would have said here, let the weak just roll over and say, sorry, I'm out. He did not say that. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. Let's stop being passive. Let's stand as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and walk in the victory that God has promised. It is not hard. It is not hard. I'm telling you, it is not hard. You might be going through struggle, but you're going through. And God has equipped you 
to go through. Father, I thank you today for who you are. God, I thank you for the truth of your word. God, we grab hold of your word, we open our heart to it, and we declare today that your word shall come out of our mouth. God, we will open our mouth and we will declare and prophesy into our future. We'll prophesy the goodness of God, the redemption of God, the favor of God. God, we open up our mouth today. Now, this is important for you to do on a daily basis. This is how I do it. Sometimes you all just need examples on how do you do it. I get up in the morning. And I start declaring right away, God, this is your day. I surrender my will to your will today. God, I declare that my day is good. My day is blessed. I declare that my finances, I prosper today. Wealth and riches are in my house today. I declare every stronghold is broken today. I declare my children, they love you and that they serve you all the days of their life. I declare as my grandkids go to school today that they are light to that dark place. I declare that no weapon formed against them prospers. I declare that they walk in health and favor and blessing an overflow of, of prosperity in their life. This is what I say when I get up and I'm not feeling great. I declare that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healthy, strong, and whole. I declare that my blood is clean. I declare that my back is strong, my muscles function, my immune system is strong. I declare that, that my mind is at peace. I'm healthy, I walk in divine health today. I declare healing in every part of my body. Jesus took stripes on his back for my health. That's what I declare. But what if the headache's still there? I declare it. I just keep speaking it. Why? Because if I constantly declare, I'm so sick, I'm so hor uh, it's so hard, I'm getting so old, my back's hard, I don't, can't run as fast as I used to, can't lift as heavy as I used to, man, I just feel like, man, it's just not working for me anymore. That's what I'm sowing seed for, and that's what I'm reaping a harvest for. Let's be aware of the words of our mouth and on purpose start speaking life into the situations around us, life into our health, life into our family. And I promise you, when your mouth hooks up to the promise of God, God's promise comes to pass in your life. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today. God, we believe and we ask, God, that you would set a guard on our lips. God, help us to be aware of what we're saying. Help us to be very intentional. God, to grab the truth of your word and make it our word. God, we do declare life into our families, our finances, peace in our minds. God, restoration. God, we believe you're doing a mighty work. God, we believe for freedom in this valley. God, we declare today that our life, our future, our finances, our family, everything, God, that pertains to us is better than ever. We walk in the better and ever. We give you thanks for that. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you've never opened your heart to Jesus Christ, and today you want to confess him as Savior, make him your Lord, I want to give you that opportunity. We're just going to pray together. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, salvation comes. Restoration comes between you and God. God's love for you is so great. Let's all pray this prayer together. Say, Father God, thank you for the gift of your son. I do believe 
He is the Son of God. I believe Jesus came, lived perfectly, died in my place, and today I confess He is my Lord, and I give you thanks for that new life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.